Oh, Lord, these boys are handsome. This is the Dynasty Football Life Podcast. Welcome, folks, to this week's Dynasty Football Life program, Isolation Edition. Jay has once again impressed us with his audio prowess and has this remotely linked together. It's just Skype, Dave. It's, it's just Skype. Skype. <laughs> it's so much better this way, though. may not be great. I apologize ahead of time. But uh, nonetheless, uh, no awkward eye contact or footsies this way, though, so we're, we're all safe. I mean, we uh, really see your guys' faces, and I don't know about you guys, but I'm definitely not wearing pants. <laughs> yeah, I know Ty's not wearing <laughs> pants either. I do. I don't wear pants in normal podcasts. So I'm definitely not wearing them at all. <laughs> I think it's the first day I've been dressed probably uh, this week. But uh, yeah, I haven't, so. I haven't been at work in a week. It's been kind of nice. Yeah. So what you guys been up to uh, all week? I know what me and Jay have, but not much. I don't know. Video, what are you guys doing? Video games. I'm, yeah. I'm rewatching the entire Star Wars. Nine oh, okay. episodes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It must. It's it's a bit. Of a, be... It's a bit of a drag in the middle. Not gonna lie. Yeah, uh, you want some children? There, uh... Anyone want to borrow some children? They're only uh, eight and five. Nope. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. No, that's <laughs> good. A smooth transition for me. I, I'm I'm just living life normally. I'm on, I'm level sixty four on see, uh, Call of Duty though. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, pre- that's pretty good. I've, I only played a couple times because I I get bored really quickly hiding and waiting for people to not shoot me. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Ty? You still working? Yeah. I'm still working. And that's good. Yeah. Cool. Otherwise, coming home and basically playing video games with Jay. Yeah. Yep. Instead of hiding in Call of Duty, we're just getting shot in Apex. So. <laughs> in all fairness, we are shooting them too, just not as often. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'm shooting them. Yeah. Not always. Well, no, it's pretty crazy, man. It's pretty crazy. I think I, I looked at my cat the other day, and he looked at me, and he, I could tell he was fucking disgusted with how lazy I am. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, unlike my general genital area, there's been some movement in the NFL of late, <laughs> uh, including some rather big moves with a fair amount of, I would say, fantasy impact, I would think. I think you would all agree. I, I haven't looked at the internet because it, it, it scares me. You guys have to enlighten me on these moves. <laughs> Actually, I didn't know a lot of these until uh, my buddy Kish like, hey, do you hear about Gurley? I'm like, nope. Do you hear about Brady? Nope. <laughs> oh, like, no, I heard about I them. I just... I, just I, I was about. I was a few days late at all. I'm not gonna lie. Be honest. I, I had with to weed through all the COVID stuff. Yeah, yeah. I got to filter through there. Yep. Um, who wants to? Let me see. Let's start with the big one. We got Mr. Tim Tom Brady to the Buccaneers. So yeah, we're gonna see an impact kept, there. Kept secret for a while, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the the marriage is over between Bill and Tom. There's some uh, some drama there, but we're not going to get into that because that's uh, that's not what we're about. Well, it was a productive marriage. They just hated each other in the end. In the end, they did. It was uh, it did end well. But most divorces don't, though. So no, they really do. Yeah. How do you guys it sounds feel like about, Mike uh, Godwin and uh, Evans, though. What, what are you thinking for the, for those guys? They just took out a guy that throws thirty plus touchdowns and thirty interceptions. Yeah, <laughs> Ty, you had some nice, interesting notes here about um, some height. Yeah, so I, um, I think a lot of people are kind of worried about uh, about Mike Evans because Brady hasn't really had that type of receiver in the past. Say so Mike Evans will actually be the first uh, one of the first targets he's ever thrown to that, that stands at six five or taller. If you look at the guys that he's tend to throw to, like Wes Welker five nine, Edelman five ten, Deion Branch five nine, Troy Brown five ten, are the receivers that have actually got the most targets from Brady. I think uh, there's a chance there's a bit of a dip. For Evans, but I think Brady's going to find a way to use him. You have to. I mean, him and Moss did pretty well, but that was quite a few years ago now. 
Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. uh, I think Evans will be fine. Um, he he might drop a couple of spots in the uh, you know dynasty rankings for me because. Also, Jameis Winston, let's not forget, the guy threw for 5,000 yards last year. They played from behind a lot more than they probably will now. So that's that's going to have an impact as well. And I think, too, when, when, you, when you look at the team, you look at the makeup, I think Godwin being a slot receiver, I think clearly Brady loves to target the, swat, the slot. And I think that's probably, if anything, kind of holds him to his last year's production. But I think, really, it, it, like he, he's going to need a pass-catching running back to kind of dump the ball off to, too. And does Ronald Jones fit that for you? No. Exactly. Not for me. Nick, what about you? Had, uh, any thoughts? Well, I, I, I tweeted out that I was hoping that maybe my Ronald Jones shares will finally be worth something, but I don't think it's going to hold true. Uh, my one thought about Evans is that I think he's going to have more red zone targets. So I think that's an opportunity where maybe he scores. Maybe consistency each week is not going to be the same as it was maybe last year with Winston constantly throwing the ball. But uh, I'd have to think that maybe Tampa gets a little more red zone time and Hopefully Evans gets the ball, but for sure Godwin's the guy to buy and own there in that offense. Yeah, I think so. And I think they're going to draft a uh, a running back or bring somebody else in. I mean, so. it could be crazy. They could take a guy at 13. They could take their pick of Taylor Swift or whoever they want at 13 and really make that offensive offense explosive, right? That's Taylor possible. Swift. Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift. Eh? And I, gotta, I think their defense this year is going to be a little more productive, too, because they're not constantly going to be on the field. Like Brady, if anything, is going to give the defense a little break, and they'll be a little fresher towards the end of the season. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, Brady in a different town, in a different uh, offense with a different head coach. So it's exciting to – I don't think – I'm still not investing in Brady in a dynasty league by any means, but uh, – <laughs> but 43 uh, why not yeah, yeah but I, I think, yeah, I think I think guys really right. like brady in a, in a redraft league exactly uh, i think godwin I, is, is the biggest uh positive out of all of it i mean if you're a contender i absolutely like in a super flex or two qb yeah i'd invest in brady depending on the cost but uh i'd have to be an absolute contender to be buying a 43 or 44 year old quarterback right now also, well i would so, never have uh, some uh, news that just came in today. Uh, Peyton Barber actually signed with uh, with Washington. So it's <laughs> just wrong. I don't know why. What page what, did you I, find I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Washington's thinking. I don't know how he fits in there. But so that's Ronald Jones alone in the backfield, basically. There, uh, Daragumbawale. I think that really does point. They probably have a guy they're targeting in the draft, yeah, and then that will be the guy to own. Yeah. That first uh, first page in the Washington Post. That uh, that book Barber there. Yeah, those first, and then it was that cr- coronavirus was uh, actually a second page. Some <laughs> Peyton Barber, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on to the next guy on the old list, Rooney's DeAndre Hopkins. Another uh, perhaps marriage went uh, went uh, ended poorly with the head coach there. He's off to the uh, Arizona Cardinals, dry state area. Um, yeah, so we can see probably a drop in targets for Hopkins with that. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of mouths to feed in their passing offense. Ty, what do you think? Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a, it's a crowded room there. Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk. You still have Hakeem Butler, Andy Isabella, Keyshawn Johnson. Kenyon Drake will be there. He'll get some targets. They don't really have a tight end, so at least not to worry there. Dan Arnold and Matt Williams, have... Ty, come on. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, it's a great so, yeah. tandem. Sorry, guys. Uh, so I'd, I'd have to think uh, you'll see a bit of a drop. Over the last five seasons, Hopkins averaged 166 targets, 101 receptions. Uh, I I don't know if he hits 100 receptions in Arizona, but he'll still be he'll still be a very valuable fantasy. Good thing they didn't fantasy. pay anything for him. 
No, they really didn't. Bill O'Brien's nuts. <laughs> if he gets 12 targets, they've paid off that, that trade. <laughs> that was fucking asinine. Who's the yeah. other who's the other receiver that you're taking? Like would you have your eyes on Hop, other than Hopkins? All the other secondary guys in like this Kirk offense? And, yeah, in this offense, yeah. I think Hakeem Butler takes a bit of a backseat now that Hopkins is there. I think oh, he, yeah. he's way farther away from breaking out than I thought, but I think it's definitely Christian Kirk for me. Maybe Andy Isabella. I think Andy Isabella for me takes the biggest drop. So I think Christian Kirk will actually benefit a bit. Maybe this year, maybe it's next year, but he'll benefit from you know, just being that slot guy in the air raid offense, I think he'll be okay in PPR leagues, but he's never going to develop into that wide receiver one that seemed possible at times last year. Yeah, that's was what I was going never, with, too. I was, I was going with Kirk. Kirk is kind of going to benefit from this a little more than, well, he's not going to benefit. He may not hurt from it, but Butler and Isabella have kind of fallen off the radar for me. Yeah, Butler was one of my favorite uh, buy low guys for a while, and that's mm-hmm. that's that's that. Does this, but, help, uh, uh, does this help Kyler Murray, would you say? His overall value, absolutely. <laughs> a little bit, maybe. Yeah, massively. <laughs> Good, massively. he got better. Uh, he's, I think, he's uh, further spread apart from yeah some of the other uh, quarterbacks like Jones, perhaps with this. Oh, okay. much. Who's Deshaun much Watson further. throwing to? It's not it's like Kyler Murray is, was getting increasing value regardless for me because he's a good young quarterback. But Deshaun Watson, like, but the poor fucking guy. Fuller, yeah. Is he, he's got Fuller yeah. there for the six games. He's six play. games, yeah. <laughs> he's got Fuller and a bunch of bunch of slot receivers. Well, what makes a, a good team is a quarterback. <laughs> a quarterback can make a, a a good receiver out of anybody. Well, the, the so. good news is though, the Houston Texans could take one of their many first round draft picks and draft wide receiver, can't they? <laughs> yeah, they. Oh wait, they, definitely they got, don't have they any first one, right? round picks. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, that no, was. Uh, they must have gotten. A, they must have gotten a bunch in that trade, right? For DeAndre Hopkins, like six or seven no? at least. That was uh, that was a giveaway. That was that's for sure. If it was a so divorce, just... he, the, the husband's basically like, you know, have the house, have the cars, have everything. I just want the lawnmower and this Pink Floyd CD. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's literally it's a push bar. It's not even a riding lawnmower. It's a push bar. Or a record. It's, no one listens to CDs a, it, anymore. It's it's not even a CD. It's a cassette. It's a cassette. <laughs> <laughs> it's a the Sony. Cassette. It's a Sony mini disc. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm buying Randall Cobb. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> hey, speaking of guys uh, who've been in the NFL since the uh, cassette, how about the next one here, Philip Rivers? It was a touch on him. Uh, anybody? Any volunteers who wants to talk? I don't want to talk about him. So somebody. I like it for Ty Hilton. I think uh, Brissett wasn't really. Uh, I mean, he wasn't a threat throwing the ball. So I think Rivers is an upgrade in that regard. Hilton's kind of the guy there. We'll see if they add another wide receiver in the draft, but. Uh, I think it benefits Hilton the most. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe Nime Hines. Yeah, that's yeah, what I, I like. Say. I like that too. He, he likes to he likes to check down to the running back, right? Yeah, thirty percent of his passes uh, last season to running backs. Austin Eckler obviously had a huge year with them. Twenty five percent over his career, second among all active uh, QBs behind only Drew Brees. So yeah, I'd say Nime Hines and maybe Marlon Mack even gets a few more catches. He might become more relevant. Ooh, I like that. I've been waiting for him. To uh, be more relevant, he's he's getting there, but uh. oh, and I think too, like you have Rivers reuniting with uh, with his old OC there, uh, uh, or sorry, I think it was assistant coach or offensive assistant uh, Nick Sirianni, Sirianni, however you pronounce it. He spent five seasons as the offensive assistant with the Chargers, and then Frank Reich as well, who is the offensive yeah. coach for two seasons with the Chargers. Frank, and they spent three total years with uh, Rivers in San Diego. Yeah, familiarity always plays out in the NFL. That's mm-hmm. why I think Indy jumped on Philip Rivers as opposed to you can just have Cam Newton now, apparently, for nothing, who yeah. I think is a better quarterback at this point than Rivers. But, I think so, too. He's going to cost more be a, for, for right. longer term, potentially. but Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Or actually, probably now he's probably going to be cheaper. 
I think too. We like, yeah, we'll if, see. If, like look at look at look at Rivers' touchdown percentage last year, three point nine. Do you honestly think he's going to end up with three point nine this year? Like that's this is going to probably end up being the worst year of his career was last year. You never know what's coming up now, but the offense in Indy, I, I like their coaching staff a little better, but I don't like his weapons as much. So I'm kind of confused. Maybe well, Indy spends some money on a, on a on a wide receiver or some draft. The capital? one thing. The one thing is that offensive line is built for him, right? Because Rivers isn't mobile, and they have probably one of the better offensive lines in football. So That's giving true. him a little bit more time, right, to make some plays downfield should help him big time. They, get, they can thank Jack Andrew Doyle. Luck for that. Yeah. 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 I like Jack Doyle got some more value? A little too late. Yeah. <laughs> I like Jack Doyle. I like the tight end situation. I think Mo, Mo Ali Cox is a guy that – Yeah, yeah big sleeper. Deep dynasty, that's a great guy to add right now for nothing. Yeah, but Jack Doyle, I think he benefits. Yeah, especially um, when you look at his since Rivers, like since 2007, Rivers' season average on passing to tight ends is 114 targets and 82 receptions and 986 yards and nine TDs. That's with some pretty great tight ends, yeah, but still, that, that he's definitely gonna he's definitely yeah. gonna be checking down. To those guys. Antonio Gates, Antonio Gates helped that out a bit, but that's uh, still that's, those are good numbers. Just a tensy wincy. Uh, next on the old list, Daru, is Teddy B. Teddy Bridgewater, Panthers signed Teddy. Uh, formerly of the Vikings and Saints, of course. What that three-year, sixty odd million, sixty-three million dollar contract? That's a pretty big contract. Am I wrong? It's a huge contract. Yeah, I take it. Yeah, I think it is. I think I it's don't. I don't like it big. myself. I don't like it either. Really, now that I'm reading it. I don't, I don't uh, he's a bridge. He's a bridge quarterback, either. right? He's got to be. He, he's a bridge bridge quarterback. In his he's, name. Bridgewater. <laughs> he can't fight it. Can't fight I'm, it. Uh, I'm disappointed we all laughed at that. Oh, <laughs> I don't even have kids and I just made a dad joke. <laughs> I mean, he's going to be Carolina's version of Ryan Fitzpatrick there, right? Like uh, whether they take a quarterback high this year or maybe next year, but they need someone there at least. He's, I think it's going to be good for McCaffrey. Fitzpatrick, though. <laughs> in terms of, yeah, in terms of aggressiveness, absolutely. Yeah, but I think I don't know. I don't think that's going to hurt McCaffrey at all. No, no, McCaffrey. No, it's gonna, if, uh, no, McCaffrey. Fine. Better, maybe. Can he take more touches yeah. though? I know it's like on the field, ninety-nine point nine six percent of the time. So, I think if um, you were the, happy uh, with the players last year in Carolina, you're going to be happy with them with Teddy Bridgewater moving forward because he's definitely better than the alternative that that after, like that came after Cam Newton. Kyle Allen was not any good for anybody. No. I think. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, DJ Moore is fine too. DJ Moore is a mm-hmm. catch and run kind of guy that Teddy Bridgewater is going to enjoy targeting him a lot. I think the uh, the biggest faller here is Curtis Samuel, and it's not yes. necessarily because of Teddy Bridgewater; it's because they signed Robbie Anderson today. Absolutely, yeah, that, that was today, right? It's a two year, today. Okay. two year, twenty million dollar contract. That's a lot of money for Robbie. I like him, but uh, I think uh, Teddy Bridgewater had one of the shortest yards per attempt throws in the NFL last year, so. Yes, Robbie Anderson's uh, value is in the toilet for me. Yeah, he is a he's a big play guy. He's definitely a downfield guy. Um, Ted, Teddy doesn't have the best arm in football, uh, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm Robbie Anderson's probably going to be. I think he's going to have a little too much value for me to, to to go out and pick up. But Curtis Samuel for me is a guy that I'm just not interested at all anymore. No. Yeah. I'm disappointed because I was really hoping for the Samuel breakout. Um, Robbie Anderson, I do see some value still because he's a bit of an underrated catch and run guy too. He doesn't have to be a, a deep play guy, no. but he's more of a, like if you get a wide receiver 30 out of him, I think you're happy now. And you know, if you land in the right situation, you'd have him as a wide receiver too. So he definitely took a hit. And there's a um, reason why this, they picked him up. Yeah. 
For sure. It's better. The team is better with Robbie Anderson just for fantasy purposes. It kind of sucks. Cool. And a did Anderson of, have... Sorry, go ahead. No, did Anderson have connection to Roulet somewhere? Yes, Temple. Okay, there Temple. you go. Yeah, you got it. It's another one of the connections. Those, uh, connections, yeah. yeah. All about the connections. What do you guys think? Uh, oh, sorry, Dave. No, so this is hey, Robbie Skype. for a good price. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say if you get Robbie for a for like a for a good price, I think it's worth having. I would sell maybe Curtis Samuel if you can sell him high. He still got some value. If anybody's not paying attention to the news today, sell him. Otherwise, you're probably you're probably out of luck. What about yeah. Thomas though? Do you think this hit this hits even Thomas a little bit? That's that's what I was gonna ask you guys. What you guys thought of him? Because from a target share standpoint, I think it has to do a bit. Mm-hmm. But at the same mm-hmm. time, that tight end role, Teddy Bridgewater. Not a deep ball guy. I think he's still going to get his share of targets, but he's probably not the potential breakout tight end that he that he may have been when we were looking at Farrell Cooper as the wide receiver three as opposed to uh, Curtis Samuel. Uh, Possession is the name of the game when it comes to Teddy, and he's not going to have more than 20, 25 attempts on average per game. How do you break down those targets? Who do you who, like? If you, if you think these guys are out, are, are going to be decent players, where are you breaking down these targets? And I, I got to think Ian Thomas ends up with a higher target share than he even had last year, just based on the fact that he's entrenched as the starting tight end this year. Yeah, without Greg Olson, I don't know about yards and touchdowns, but he's gonna have he's gonna have targets. A lot of targets for sure, and I think uh, DJ Moore you have to safely put in there. He's going to be well into triple digits for targets. I can see he over 100 receptions for sure. Everybody else, I have no idea how that's going to break down. I, I feel like Robbie Anderson is going to be a boom bust. I really do. I feel like he's yeah, going to continue on to that trajectory where he's like he had a little bit of a, a cup of coffee with Sam Darnold, and I think it's going to end up being one of those guys that's uh, you know he, he he wins you a week one week and then he kills you for a couple weeks and then you that's when you start him. Maybe a late round best ball guy. Other than that, I don't think I'm that interested in Robbie. Let's see what uh, Teddy's like though when he actually has his own offense again too though. Like he was just he Let's was give just Teddy not a trying chance. to lose games for Drew Brees. Yes. And he did a fantastic job, yeoman's job. The guy was incredible, undefeated. Let's see what he does with his own offense. Fresh start. Fresh I like start. It. I'm, excited. I'm excited for Teddy, but uh, I'm not willing to take too big of a chance on the receiving core, really. Like, obviously, if I have him, stash him, but see. And Teddy, uh, Teddy, moving. Teddy Two Gloves is the most likely to stay healthy throughout the season because during the time of coronavirus, Two Gloves isn't a bad idea. Boom! <laughs> 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 He's <laughs> that was that was no. He wrote that last night. He texted me. Okay, okay. I did not yeah. write that last yeah. night. I, it was a terrible <laughs> joke, and I made it up on the spot. I, it, it's right. weird sitting here talking to an empty room, and then seeing Dave still move frantically across, tapping things. <laughs> 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 like, like, I'm tapping my mouse on my uh, do, on my you need desk. Some here. methadone or something? <laughs> There's a lot of things I need. I should be dedicated. And, and Nick, for some reason, has no video whatsoever here. No. So I wonder what he's hiding. <laughs> I, I told you earlier. It's his boy. He's using an iPad. Um, let's just be happy we got uh, Nick on the show. So uh, hey, let's just I think be happy I... that we got a distraction from what's happening in the world today. We're fact to sit down and actually talk about some football again. Like I, I forgot about coronavirus until I read Teddy Two Gloves. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jay. Thank, no, Thanks, Ty wrote that. Thanks, Ty. <laughs> Thanks, Ty. Uh, all right, here's one that uh, somebody told me about. Uh, apparently, Todd Gurley's in Atlanta now, or he's at the Falcons. Uh, so that happened. Uh, one year, one year, five mil, I think. Seems reasonable. Oh, that's a very reasonable contract, especially considering he's still being paid too. Yeah, yeah he, he did. I think it was an Instagram post or a tweet where he's like, "Hey, hey, yeah, uh, hey, thanks for the paycheck." 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's good for like this not a huge uh, risk with uh, with one year five million for Atlanta, and I think uh, yeah. Gurley's still got a little bit of uh, a little bit of game left in him. I, I like to think so. Uh, we'll see. Does that uh, who does that hurt for anybody in Atlanta? Does that hurt anybody? No, Atlanta's going to draft. They're Eden they're going Smith? to. <laughs> yeah, say so Atlanta's <laughs> going to draft another running back to get in there, but they don't have anybody now. I can still see them drafting a big name, a guy that's going to compete with Gurley. Okay. But as of right now, this it's it's good for Gurley. I mean, 2019, the Rams blocking grade 53. That was 26 in the NFL. The Falcons were at 63.9. That was 11th. So I think this is actually going to be good for Gurley's value. As far as what to do if you're the Todd Gurley owner, I'll you know, I'll see what you guys think. But for me. I'm basically, if I'm a contender, I'll hang on to him, see what happens. Otherwise, I'm selling right now because this might be the last chance for Gurley to sell. I agree. I agree. Nick? What do you think? Yeah, the one thing is I think the offensive line rankings in, in, uh, with the Rams was terrible last year, and he's going to an offense where they had a much better offensive line, and that was even with all the injuries they had up front. Yes. So I actually, I actually really like the landing spot with Atlanta. They have a high-powered offense. Um, something smells funny with the Rams in terms of their offense. It's just not working. It's a better landing spot. It's a new offense to learn, but um, I actually really like it. Man, I like I it for the first ten weeks. Some work too. I think he might actually. Yeah, like, I think so. They're not gonna. I, I don't, they don't have anything invested in him. They're not gonna like save him for the playoffs. They're just gonna run him, and they're gonna run him into the ground. Yeah. Like yeah, they're gonna run him into the ground. Every fucking 100%. team does to running backs, unless they sign long term contracts and try and save them. It really feels like he's been in the NFL for a long time. He's played a few years, but the guy's like 25. He's he's a year older than Joe Burrow. Like he he's not ancient. He could still have some value for the year. I think I read something too. I don't have all the stats in front of me. He's only missed three games. So this this notion that he's like always injury prone. I don't know if I buy it. Is he have a banged up knee and it's <laughs> yeah, but it's it's not a situation where he's constantly missing games all the time. Yeah. Just gets a little sore here and there. Maybe loses a couple of touches. My concern is the last few weeks. If, if somebody does overtake him, uh, one of their draft picks, then he loses um, some action starting like after week ten or so. Yeah, so that I, could I, happen. I, I kind of agree with Ty. Is like maybe maybe this is sell him now. You're going to get the best value that you will get ever. That's how they draft, now. right? I think you're right there, Dave. I think if you if they're going to draft, spend some draft capital on a running back, which they probably should. Then yeah, maybe now's the time to sell him. But if they don't draft a guy that's going to push him like directly for, for for reps, then really at the end of the day, I think you're you're better off holding him for the year. And maybe they're going to yeah. draft someone next year. Yeah, if well, you get a full year out of him, absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. If if you're going to sell running backs, now's the time to do it before the draft when we find out when all those other top guys land. Right now is not the time to be buying. Because you don't know, maybe Swift ends up there, maybe Dobbins or Dylan or something like that. You don't want to be buying running backs right now. If you're going to sell them, now's the time to sell them. Well, let me ask you this: Are you guys buying Daryl Henderson? No, 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 no. He he wasn't he wasn't good with Gurley there. He's not going to be good without him there. And like I think a lot of us have been saying, like they could still draft a replacement. Now is the time, 100%. Sell Daryl Henderson. Get rid of him now for him, but, uh, but uh, no, but there's, I, there's people buying in. There's people that really? think he is going to be the I guess, next. You're right. Uh, yeah, you're there's right. Section right. of Twitter that's excited about it. If you find, if you have one of those guys in your league, you pull the trigger. You sell Daryl Henderson now. Yeah, that was the same asshole as last year that convinced me to buy him. <laughs> find find that asshole and make your money back because they made you buy. Him. Yeah, exactly. If somebody wants to double down. Get to go 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 get yours. 
Yeah. There's one thing here, guys. Like, honestly, like, fuck Todd Gurley. Who cares about Todd Gurley? It's not that big a deal. The biggest deal for us was Steph Diggs. We, we haven't talked about him yet. Oh, did I skip yeah. over? You might have skipped him out. I did. I don't care. Is it because Bill's hat and Nick's wearing a Bill's hat? You're like, oh, it might be. <laughs> yeah. I figured we might spend uh, 45 minutes on this one, so maybe that's why it's skipped. Nah, we won't it. spend long. It's only positive, I think, for, for Steph Diggs and the Bills. All right. All right. Okay. Bills do add uh, Steph Diggs. So let's talk about yeah. that. How it impacts him, John Brown, uh, Josh Allen, of course. Like, is he, uh, has he got more value than Deshaun Watson even? So yeah. Who wants to talk about, uh, the big bills move on step? Jay, you know, you're a Diggs fan. I, I, I'm not Sometimes really, I mean, I was a Diggs fan last year. Kind of soured me a bit on him. I think he needed to get out of the Minnesota offense. I really did. He wasn't going to get the share that he wanted there. I mean, he's obviously like, He's looking up for number one, but he wasn't a great teammate. I don't think they're either. Thielen does move up a little bit in my estimation, but I think with Diggs going to, to the Bills, the Bills actually have a legit wide receiver one. John Brown, uh, John Brown was awesome. Like, you can't take anything away from what he did last year. Uh, I think we heard it in here. Yeah, he was consistent, purely consistent. One true Boston half PPR, four points in week 14. Um, John Brown and Steph Diggs lining up there, that, that gives Josh Allen two true targets here. Problem is, is Josh Allen good enough to hit them? Yeah, I don't. I don't know that he is. His uh, his deep ball accuracy was one of the worst in the NFL we've seen in quite a few years. So it's going to be a bit of a problem for Diggs. He's going to be inconsistent, but I still think Diggs falls in as a wide receiver too. He does. He's going to be a frustrating wide receiver too. I think for fantasy purposes, if I'm in a startup draft, I'm not going to bother with Diggs. I'm not paying the price for him. No. As somebody, as somebody just watching the Bills, it's it's a nice ad. They did pay a lot for him, um, but this has to it has to help Josh Allen. Josh Allen has to be. Moved up a spot or two with this. I think they needed this. Like they did. Like it wasn't necessarily Steph Diggs, but they needed another wide receiver to line up beside John Brown. Yeah, they should. Cole they should have called Bill O'Brien first, but they should have. And they paid. They paid more for Diggs than, uh, than oh, considerably. Than what's his name was sold for? Uh, Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah. Oh man. But who's to say Deshaun yeah. Watson's, Watson's not going to be traded for like a fifth round pick next year? You never know what Boyle O'Brien's going to do, right? Well, Deshaun Watson yeah. wants out. There's no doubt about that. Deshaun Watson. Oh, he's crazy not to want out. He's crazy not to want out. Absolutely. Be watching that. Uh, what about um, Nick? What do you think this hurts Brown to? Uh, to how much? I mean, it, it's going to hurt does. Brown. I think he had something over 100 targets last year. That target share is just not going to be there. Um, the 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 only person I like this for the addition of digs is Josh Allen because I like I've we've spoken out before Josh Allen and that offense the Dable offense they spread the ball around so you're not going to have consistency week to week digs would probably be the guy I trust the most but John Brown really goes down for me uh if you're really deep looking at Cole Beasley I mean it's just not going to be there but it does elevate Josh Allen no question that helps him but everyone else uh, it hurts Oh, yeah, back to the running backs too much. I don't think that affects them too much. I want to see, see this. No, I want to see the running draft, backs personally. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that to me is going to be pretty, pretty uh, evident on how they score the offense run. They're a bit yeah, short on draft picks now, though. So that's we'll see how that goes. Yeah. They lost their first, fourth, fifth. Yep. Oh, wow. I, I actually still think still the Bills are going to bring. They're not drafting a running back, Nick, if that's what you're going to say. Well, they might. <laughs> well, they might. I, I, the guy I still think they're going to bring in is Lamar Miller. There's some connections in the front office. Uh, I think it's Brian Gain. He may have had a connection with him in Houston uh, and then in Miami as well. So I do think Miller's the guy they're going to bring in. It's going to come pretty cheap. That's going to eat into the shares. And I still think, I still think second round, they could still target a running back. I still do. It's right. possible. Personally, I'd rather see them go cornerback. 
Oh, me too. on the other side, yeah. or maybe an edge rusher even. But it's where you know we don't have that many picks this year. I would rather see a Lamar Miller brought in, see what Singletary has for another season. But it's definitely possible. They've been. You know, rumored to be looking running back for a while. So I think it, it, it all depends on who falls to in the second round. Yeah. If yeah. they got a guy they really sure. like that falls to them. And if the guy they like is gone, then maybe they address the cornerback position. Maybe they address and maybe a wide receiver comes out. You never know. I They're think John, John Brown's a stopgap. Cole Beasley's a stopgap. Those guys aren't, you know, those guys aren't cornerstones of your team, right? Yeah, I'd be surprised a wide receiver, but you never know. Running back, I've, I've done a few mock drafts just in my spare time because we all have a lot of spare time these days. Yep. And uh, <laughs> mocking for every single team in the NFL. And I've done a couple of drafts for a second round. You still have some pretty big name uh, running backs there. So, yeah, it's true. We'll see. And speaking, of spare, speaking see. of spare time, though, guys, I was always thinking, you know what? I got to give my apartment a real deep clean. But I don't really have the time. Well, I've been off for a week <laughs> and I realized it wasn't the time. <laughs> I'm just a no. lazy fuck. He's a lazy <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I do a little bit each day, Jay. That's what I've been doing in my kitchen. Just a little bit each day. In your kitchen? Not too much. Only? In my kitchen. But then so I make like a the mess. you me. used? Yeah, I'm, I'm not getting it's ahead. Yeah, got, I, I'm getting a little bit ahead. My goal is to get a little bit ahead each day. How many How many bowls of craft Dinner with, with wieners in it have you eaten? Actually, only one. Oh, good for you. Any Gabriel's pizzas? Yeah. One. I haven't ordered anything. Yeah, I was... It was Thursday. I think I'm okay. I so. spent four hundred. I spent four hundred dollars on food in the last week, though. So, yeah, no, I really need that bonus to pay off all those groceries. <laughs> but fuck, usually I'm paying off TVs and stereos. And yeah, yeah, electronics. And that was, and, uh, yeah, yeah, this, this time it's just food, food and fucking toilet paper. <laughs> and liquor. <laughs> I, spent money, I spent money on liquor today. Yeah, That's the only thing yeah. I did. I got some weed coming in the mail. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, let's go on to a gentleman that we've discussed many times before, Mr. Melvin Gordon. He has gone to the great state of uh, Colorado. I believe that's where Denver plays because that uh, that's where Denver <laughs> is. That's the city. Two-year, two-year, $16 million contract. Uh, the obvious impact there, Royce Freeman. Just a bit. Phil Lindsay, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. Um it, it depends. I on mean, Phillip that's Lindsay. three guys. Royce I like Freeman, hundred percent, though. I, I don't like Royce Freeman at yeah. all in this scenario. But can yeah, Philip Lindsay really play the Austin Eckler role? Will the offense support two running backs like the, of this caliber? That's the question. Maybe. maybe. I'm not, I'm not making a statement, bring... guys. I'm asking a question. Okay. Well, they <laughs> paid. I said the maybe. They paid. They paid Gordon. It sounds like they're going to use him as the uh, the lead back. So at least we have, in terms of money, it seems that they're going to use Gordon. But I'm not thrilled with this landing spot. I'm not thrilled for. I think they really are going to cannibalize all three of each other. So uh, it's not great for Gordon. Good. Maybe yeah, Gordon should have taken that contract from the, <laughs> the Chargers. Yeah, it was ten million a year. Yeah, long long term deal. Yeah, that's probably what he should have taken. Yeah. Good for no, what he, what he should have done. What he should have done is t- taken a cheaper contract with Kansas City, so everyone in the fantasy world can be happy. Yeah, I would like yeah. that. Yeah, and they win another Super Bowl with uh, Phil Nuttall. Oh, Jesus, uh, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not unhappy about it because I, I got rid of all my Melvin Gordon stock, so I don't think, uh, not, I'm not really regretting that. But it should be interesting, as Nick said, they I'm got not, three guys yeah. who might cannibalize each other. So I'm I don't not know. I like worried the about Melvin Gordon though. Like I'm really not. I think Melvin oh, Gordon's gonna be fine. fine. He'll be fine. He'll be, be fine. fine. He'll be fine. But Philip Lindsay's still going to have a bit of a role. But Philip Lindsay's not a great pass protector. No, Melvin Gordon's actually better in that role. So 
we'll see what happens to Philip Lindsay. It could be interesting. It really does depend too if uh, the Broncos bring another wide receiver. Everybody has Henry Ruggs going there mm. with pick eleven or fifteen or whatever it is. Fifteen, I think. So Gordon so we'll will see be what fine. There. The Broncos yeah, Gordon offense will be is looking good though. It's shaping up, man. Yeah. I'm really starting to like some of the some of the some of the drafts they've done, or some of the picks they have, and I, I don't mind the signing for them. Yeah, no, so it's not Locke that much money for him. It. No, no, it's not. It's two years too. Two years doesn't exactly. kill you. I think it's fine, but I think yeah, there's a better, better than fine spot he could have landed for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. But definitely a fine. Their biggest question mark is Drew Locke, though. Is Drew Locke the quarterback we saw at the end of the season? Maybe. Or is he the guy that none of us really liked entering the draft? Or a third guy we don't even know. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> we saying. don't know. Say John Elway goes through quarterbacks pretty damn quick, so we'll see. Yeah. yeah. What a goof. Just as, right. long as, he's, as long as he's not Brock Osweiler, we'll be fine. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he's already better than Brock Osweiler. Yeah. <laughs> or Trevor Simeon. Or... I think my grandmother is better than Brock yeah. Osweiler. Nick once yeah. sold yeah. me one Brock Osweiler, and my ass still hurts. <laughs> to be Why fair, I've seen Nick's grandmother throw a football. It's a tight spiral. <laughs> <laughs> um, next guy who um, is a tight end has made his way to the Cleveland, to the pound. <laughs> Austin Hooper, uh, go the Browns. Uh, that pretty much, uh, I don't know what's going on with David Njoku. I guess uh, he was probably heading out of there anyway, if he hasn't already. No, uh, not yet. Uh, Jay, you're a Hooper guy. How do you, how do you feel about him being in Cleveland, Ohio? How do you feel about anyone going to Cleveland, Ohio? Not very good. Exactly. <laughs> um, they did, they spent a shit ton of money. He's not the highest paid. Is he the highest paid? Yeah, he's the highest paid tight end in the league. He's he one is, of the highest. Yeah. Well, George yeah. Kittle's going to sign an extension, yeah. which will which will eclipse that guaranteed. I like Austin Hooper a lot. I don't really like this move. Not for Austin Hooper. For the Browns, no, sure. But David Njoku. Baker a, Mayfield, yeah. You know, I liked Baker David Mayfield. Njoku. Huge. Yeah. This is definitely going to help Baker, but I don't see Austin Hooper yes. really doing much more there than he did in Atlanta. No, but I think adding Austin Hooper, they. Uh, Brown's also got Jack Conklin in for agency. That's her, you know, that's huge for Baker Mayfield. So I think it helps him a lot, but I do not like the landing spot for Austin Hooper. He'll be fine. Okay, but I, fine. I, I, yeah, it's I don't fine. see him. Last year, he had, what, 97 targets in 13 games. It's 120 target pace. I don't see any world where he gets above 80 to 85 targets in Cleveland. So still wide receiver, or sorry, wide receiver. The tight end landscape is kind of... You know, it's kind of barren once you get past the top six or seven. So he's still going to slide into that probably six, seven range. But you're not going to see the same Austin Hooper you saw last year. No. And what was the Cleveland, Cleveland has made? I do like what Cleveland's done. I have liked what Cleveland's done the last couple of years other than the Freddie Kitchen. But I think this team is going to be a better team this year. And uh, Austin Hooper might be a big reason because of it. I think having a reliable check down for Baker is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. And I have to expect Odell is going to have a better season. I do yes, love Nick Chubb this year. Nick Chubb, I love him every year, but I think this year is going to be he's going to be a top three running back. In the NFL. See, no problem. Yeah, it's tough. Come together, it's, tough yeah. with, it's tough with Kareem Hunt back though, man. I don't know about Nick Chubb either. No, I think I, the offense is going to be really spread out there. I still think Nick Chubb is going to be. Uh, I, I'm really uh, banking on Nick Chubb this year. Yeah, from a, from a team's perspective, they're looking pretty good. Cleveland's looking good from a from a NFL team perspective more than they have in a long time fantasy and from a fantasy perspective yeah we got to see beckham be beckham uh but i think mayfield's the only for sure uh improvement with the with the move where's the joku gonna go gonna like, they spent a first round pick i think yeah. three years ago i think they could 
Yeah, they could keep him though. Remember, because uh, I'm blanking on that new new head coach that came from Minnesota, but he's a two tight end set, so he could end up staying. Uh, not saying it's good for his uh, fantasy value, but he could stay. Yeah, it only hurts. Uh, for- I think he might stay. He's on a rookie deal, but Stefanski. Yeah, yeah, that's his Stefanski. That's why I'm excited about Nick Chubb in particular. Yeah, Kevin Stefanski likes to run. I don't know how much that was Mike Zimmer influence too, though. Mike Zimmer esque. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see with Njoku. I think he'd be probably better off if he was traded. He's still young. He can still adapt somewhere. But as of right now, I don't see a huge role for him. I think Kareem Hunt's going to. I think Kareem's going to flake out again or something's going to happen. I think Chubb will be fine. I never really liked Kareem Hunt like, personally. I liked where he yeah. was, but I didn't really like him as a talent. I didn't like him in, in the draft until he was picked up in uh, KC. Yeah, he's just a flash in the pan. Um, oh, I don't know, man. Kareem Hunt, when he actually played last year, the last eight weeks of the season, he he ate into uh, Nick Chubb's workload a good amount. I think they huh. used both of them a bit. Chubb is still, for me, like a top six, top seven running back, but he could be a top two or three guy, and he's going to be... A bit limited with Cream Hunt there, I think. Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> oh, we'll see. You bet you. <laughs> uh, next thing, what we see here uh, on the page is Eric Ebron to the Steelers. I like this. I think that's a so good we're move. Done, so we're like just done with all the we're done with all the big news now, right? That's that's it. Oh no, I don't know. Man, we got, we got Hayden Hurst coming up here soon. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're just getting to the uh, the good stuff here. Uh, Eric Ebron to the Steelers. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, you know, that pretty much sewers all your Vance McDonald shares if you're holding him in any of those two tight end leagues. Yeah, that's yep. that was yeah. Vance, Vance McDonald sewered that anyway himself. Yes, he did. <laughs> but I think it's a good fit for uh, for for the team, and I don't. It'll help. I think it'll help his fantasy value specifically, Ebron, more than he uh, than he was in Indianapolis. You know what? I watched uh, Big Ben do a workout, and uh, he didn't look like he could still even throw football anymore. So we'll see. He, he might well, need get that checked down. Exactly. He looks so, fucking uh, terrible. I saw a big band on the street the other day. I threw change at him. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad about that now, but he threw it back yeah, at me. You're, but you're very, not very, supposed he, to travel right now. He threw it back <laughs> at me, but very gingerly. <laughs> hey, that's not very nice. Towards gingers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, but no, Eric Ebron and Steelers, it, it is a good fit for uh, Eric Ebron. If you have him in a league, that's probably one of the better landing spots you could think of. If the Steelers go back to that vertical offense, that's a, that's a pretty good fit for Eric Ebron. He did not fit in Indy last year, which Kobe Bryant said. I, I really like the Steelers' offense this year. I like the. I mean, I really like Juju for a bounce back. I think Ebron's going to be. I think he's going to be a, definitely a better fit here. So I'm happy with the signing. He'll get a lot of targets and he'll drop most of them, but the ones he catches will probably be touchdowns. <laughs> <it'll> be <laughs> better than Jimmy Graham in Chicago. Oh, that's that's so or fucking Nick bad. Foles. Or Nick Foles. Oh, we're talking about him later, but are we? But, Fuck. But yeah, J- Jimmy Graham. Uh, the only thing I wrote in here was just that that was a terrible signing. You think so? Sixteen million yes. bucks for Jimmy Graham. I thought, oh my gosh! I thought he was going. I thought he was going to retire. He looked well, done with the Packers, so this isn't a good landing spot. No, and it's not uh, good for him, anyways. All right, so money well spent. Got it. Don't look good with Aaron Rodgers. You're not going to look good with Nick Foles and Mr. Bisky. Peyton <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hurst, I think we, we briefly talked about him. He's gone to Atlanta. Uh, that sounds to me, on the surface, anyways, a good uh, good landing spot. Uh, Nick, what do you... Baltimore. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody have some thoughts? Nick, Jay, Ty, any of you. I don't care. 
first? No. I don't know anything about Someone else no? talk. Right. I, I talk too much sometimes. <laughs> okay. I, well, I mean, he has a first-round pedigree. Um, I don't recall looking back at all his combine numbers and how he was, but he turned in more of a blocking tight end when he was with the Ravens. Um, is it better for his fantasy upside? Yeah, absolutely. But um, I'm not sure he's going to be able to replicate Austin Hooper's numbers if that's what you're looking for or buying him for. No. No, I don't think, I think anybody that thinks he's going to replicate on if you're in a redraft league somebody that gets you through bye weeks that sort of thing as far as dynasty goes probably not a bad uh maybe tight end two three to have on a roster i think he there, there's a chance if he's if he starts all 16 games this year that he finishes as a tight end 10 yeah i mean why why not that's, right that's optimistic that's that's the best case scenario would you say it's a very open there's not, there's not, a, Trey, there's like two or three at the top, and then after that, it's a fucking, it's a gong show. Say, Trey Burton was a tight end seven in 2018, and the guy caught like three passes a game. I mean, yeah, geez. it's it's a pretty open position, so I can, it's it's he's not bad value if if you want to go really late at the tight end position. That's not a terrible value. And I generally yeah. like anybody in the in the Atlanta offense for the most part, other than Ito Smith. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But the Atlanta offense does feed a tight end. We've seen we've seen what Austin Hooper can do. Hurst is a little different, but we'll see. I, I, I like him more than I liked him staying in Baltimore. Okay. Oh, totally. yeah. But the, a positive, not much, but positive For nonetheless. Sure. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders has moved in his, his young career, which is his sophomore year in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> he's moving on to the <laughs> New Orleans. year in the NFL. Uh, going to the Saints. I think that's, uh, I'm not sure from a money perspective. Uh, it's not a bad spot. Well, yeah, I think he's going to be a, he's going to be, you know, need a number two, I think, because I don't think really Traquan, really. yeah, and uh, Traquan Smith hasn't really stepped up, hasn't really emerged as of yet. So uh, I guess if you get, you got him, just kind of, you're not going to get much form at this point. Just kind of hang on to him, I would think. I, I like him. I like him. I mean, other than age wise and being another season, I like him more in New Orleans than I ever did in, in San Francisco. Uh, he's got one guy yes. to compete with target or two guys to compete with targets with you got my, you got with the target machine <laughs> of the wide receiver Michael history thomas, yeah. Michael thomas and then you got alvin kamara but Emmanuel sanders is a different player and he's going to give drew Brees some different looks i like yeah. this a lot actually i'm not going to pay well, he's going to be open him, but i like him be a open. lot you double yeah, he team and uh you double team in thomas you got to keep your eyes on kamara i think he's going to get open I think he might even fall behind Jared Cook in uh, in certain certain scenarios. Cook got a lot of targets there too, but I, I like this spot a lot as well. I think if you're if you're a competitive team in a deep dynasty league, you can throw a second or a third Adam to your roster. I think I think that's worth it personally. No, nope. I'd, I'd even go as high as a late a late first if you're really desperate for a wide receiver and you're a team that's maybe looking to repeat that sort of thing. Otherwise, second rounders. Second round, probably right? fair value for him. I think I'd consider a second. I'd consider a second, maybe a piece. I'm not. I'm not giving up a first for him, but yeah, I could see a world where someone would do that. I can also see a world where he just collapses again. This guy's coming off a pretty major surgery, and maybe he only plays a couple more games, calls it a career. But I think it's worth the gamble with Drew Brees for another, so. at least for one season. He could be a wide receiver two or three. I think. I'm, I'm willing. Yeah. To, I'm willing to look at anybody in a Sean Payton offense. I don't think his numbers are going to be any worse than what they were in San Fran, and he was a startable piece in San Fran. So uh, I like the landing spot, like you guys have said. Agreed. Excellent. Me as well. Uh, the next one, um, 
uh, I kind of like the spot. I think I don't. I don't care about the money for the team, but from a fantasy perspective, they've uh, Dolphins have agreed to terms with running back Jordan Howard, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, on a two-year contract. So I think that certainly fills a hole for the Miami. So he's gonna he's gonna be their number one guy. Maybe not a three down back though. Oh, definitely think? not. Remember when Chicago tried that nope. once? Hey, Jordan has to catch passes. He's going to be a pass catching Ooh. back. Yeah, that doesn't fucking work. Sounds no. adorable. I don't really see Jordan Howard as being the back. He's 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 going to be the number one back until the draft comes, and then they're going to take someone. You think so? Okay. That's, I, that's... I think they definitely take someone. I could see him being the number one back for the year for a bit. So similar to last, not even the full year, but for a chunk of the year last year with uh, you know, with Miles Sanders, waited till he emerged, and then he kind of Jordan Howard took a back seat. I could see that being a similar situation. Uh, Miami's been tied a lot to J.K. Dobbins. Apparently, they they actually went and saw a workout okay. with him just before uh, the travel restrictions kicked in for the COVID-19 thing. So uh, they seem to be really into J.K. Dobbins. If that's the case, he obviously overtakes Jordan Howard in my mind. But yeah. Howard will still have a role. You know who Howard is? You know in the Oscars, they have those people that fill seats, like the seat fillers, and then they move <laughs> when someone shows up? That's what Jordan Howard is. He's the Oscar seat filler of the NFL. He goes to a team, takes a like he's one of the more underrated running backs in the NFL. He's been a good running yes. back. He's not a great running back, but he's definitely more like he he deserves a backfield of his own. I think on a bad team, the problem is is that these teams are going to draft a guy that's going to be better than him, and eventually they're going to push him out, just like Brad Pitt did to that poor minimum wage guy that was filling his seat at the Oscars. <laughs> You're probably right. I think he's definitely underrated. I think I have a little bit of lo- love for for Howard, but you're, I think you're probably right. Realistically, they're going to draft him back, so he'll be good for the first few weeks. Maybe if you already have him, stick him in there for the first few weeks. But you're probably not going to get much for him if you put him on the block. So no, no, I don't think so. But just to Jay's point, him being underrated, NFL rushing yards leader since 2016. You have Zeke at 5,400 yards, Todd Gurley almost 4,300, then Jordan Howard third. You know what this shows? Yeah, me? yeah, how fucking that- good Zeke is. Look at that. Yes. Look yeah, at the difference. Yes. Jesus, 1,200 yards. There's a whole season between Zeke and Gurley. It's more. How's your math, Jay? You're off there, buddy. Uh, that's two. Yeah. That's 1,100 yards, Dave. 1,107 yards. No, it's 1,107 between Zeke and Gurley. You're probably thinking Howard. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking Elliot Howard. I'm doing the math on those. Okay. Yeah, no, there Zeke and Gurley. That, yeah. that is crazy. That's uh, yeah. By Zeke Elliott, I guess. Is that what I'm saying? No, I'm not saying that. Not if you just signed a new contract. No, Nick, we might be close. Nick, Nick's going to sell him. Sell him right now. No, I'm not <laughs> going to sell him. I'm not going to sell him, actually, because he has that contract. Uh, now he's not a guy I would sell. He's locked in with Dallas, and Dak is back. Amari Cooper's back. I think that offense is going to roll. They're going to run the ball. Elliot's not a guy I'm looking to sell unless I'm rebuilding and I want to cash out. No, mm-hmm. Elliot's not a sell, but he might be if we're doing this show this time next year, though. Yeah. Running backs just have a short uh, shelf life. So, But no, not for now. Especially if Kellen Moore keeps calling the plays, which is the plan for now. I wouldn't be uh, as thrilled with anybody if Mike McCarthy was calling everything. Still a confusing hire for me. but Running backs are like avocados. They're delicious and used in so many different ways. <laughs> but they don't last long. <laughs> no, you have to use them that day or else they're, they're, they're just yeah, mushy. They're, they're done. They're what mushy. A, what a bullshit fruit that is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I don't want to talk about like that. The, um, the fact that it's a fruit, though, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. No oh, shit. D- D- uh, Bears, he knows his fruits and veggies. I know, that's right. Uh, Bears <laughs> acquire, uh, we kind of touched on this briefly, uh, Nick Foles from the Jaggers. Uh, who's starting the there? Foles Jaeger? or Trubisky? <laughs> the Jaggers. <laughs> I say Jaggers. 
<laughs> Shit. All right. So Jaguars. I'm, thir- I'm thirsty. <laughs> I'm thirsty. Thirsty for uh, a Jagger bomb. For Jagger bomb. Um, uh, who's starting there in in Jagger and the, for the Jaguars? Foles. I don't Trubisky? think it. Trubisky. I don't think it really matters. It's going to be Trubisky the first game or two, and then they might transition to Foles, and then they might realize, holy fuck, we made a mistake with the draft and in free agency. Yeah. Uh, Nick Foles. Foles is, go ahead, go Nick. ahead Ty. To say Nick Foles has made a career out of being a backup that just emerges to become excellent. Super Bowl <laughs> <laughs> Not a Super Bowl champion in Chicago, but he'll, I think he takes the job over and he probably plays pretty well for a brief stretch. Maybe gets a new contract again because he did restructure this deal. Um, but no, I have no faith in Trubisky. I don't think anybody does anymore. How excited are you, though, if you're Alan Robinson? Because Mitch Trubisky's not. Is probably the worst. Nah, Blake Bortles. Uh, Nick Foles is the best quarterback that Robinson's ever played with. That's sad. John Robinson's <laughs> fucking sad. awesome. Yeah, that's sad. But he Hashtag probably free Allen Robinson. <laughs> yeah, let's get Allen Robinson and Deshaun Watson on the same team somewhere. Oh Christ! <laughs> just start up. No, not in Jacksonville. Not in Houston. Just somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, Allen Robinson. Somewhere with an O line. Yeah. Do you think any impact on Allen starting Trubisky over Foles? It's anyone better. I don't think it's going to matter because there's going to be all that garbage time uh, offense that's going to come into play near the end of game. So I think he's still going to put up points. Um, that that's my thought. That's good. Yeah, wide receiver, wide receiver, ten and a half PPR last year. Wide receiver eight uh, in PPR. I think Allen Robinson's still a good buy. He was only twenty six. Yep. So mm-hmm. he's. Two months, uh, two months older than Cooper Cup. Oh yeah, a full year younger than Odell Beckham and Tyler Lockett. I think people just because he was such an early entrant uh, to the NFL, I think people kind of forget how young the guy still is. He's twenty six, I think twenty seven. Feels like he's it feels like he's thirty four. Like he's been around yeah. forever. Well, yeah, I mean, like I remember the year they drafted, yeah. they drafted Marquise Lee ahead of him, right? And Marquise Lee just feels it out so long ago now. It's yeah, it just seems like Allen Robinson was around forever. Marcus yeah, Lee was, like was two or three years older than Allen Robinson, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I remember. I remember debating on who to draft: Marquise Lee or Allen Robinson. I think the I think draft Lee went was on Lee, but I ended up drafting Allen Robinson. Yeah, I think in dynasty leagues, Lee went ahead ahead of Robinson in most. He did in a lot of leagues. Leagues, so, yeah, it's crazy. Poor Allen Robinson. Uh, yeah. Uh, is there any other guys that we missed? players that you guys want to touch on? I think that's all I have. I brought up no, uh, Peyton wait. Barber earlier, but we'll do that for a separate podcast. Yeah, we'll just dedicate oh. one podcast to Peyton Barber. It's actually called the Peyton Barber Experience. <laughs> <laughs> the one Nick, thing that interests me, what is the, what are you buying Gurley for if you're a contender? That That's what's most interesting to me, or what are you selling him for? Nick, I can see you on Nick, video right now. What the fuck's wrong with your hat? <laughs> <laughs> you, you look like I a character in Trailer Park Boys right now. <laughs> I just oh, I just wait. put it on site. This is an audio oh, yeah. medium. People can't see what's going on here. <laughs> Maybe I'll post a YouTube video. I threw it on sideways. Dave, I like Dave, it. Dave looks I like, like he's in uh, what was that movie where, where it was filmed was with like, like a handy cam and it was like a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Witch yeah. Project. Dave looks like he's in the Blair Witch Project. Right now. <laughs> it's getting dark uh, in there. I think Dave's going to be doing a separate video chat after this. <laughs> I'm hoping it's very so. dark I'm, in that bedroom now. I'm trying to line one up as we speak. Um, <laughs> I, I, the answer early value? I would say a late first. First, if you're contending, yeah, that's what I would buy him for if I'm contending late first. I'd be even yeah. tempted. I'd be kind of tempted because I, I do have a girly fan too. That if I was really contending, uh, even closer to a mid first, but I probably would come to my senses and not do it. But uh, I'd be tempted to. 
And we're talking super flex there, right? In terms yep. of value. So, yeah. Uh, first, a first and super flex gets you quite a great player. Yeah. I, I don't care yeah, if you're late first or mid first, you're still getting a player that you really want. Um, mm-hmm. It depends on what I have. It depends. Like if I'm competing, obviously I have every hole filled. Oh, that's <laughs> nasty. <Speaking of> <laughs> anyway, um, if I'm in super flex, if I have my every every position filled, I got I got starters, I got running back ones and twos, wide receiver ones and twos. Um, I don't know if I'm spending that much for them, but I, I I would consider a first round pick if I was at the back of the draft. Consider. Yep. I would do uh, super flex or not. I would do a back end first for him if I'm contending. If okay. I'm if I have a team that's rebuilding. I think I would accept uh, in Superflex. I would accept uh, an early second for him. Yeah, that, that that's pretty much what I was thinking as well. Um, I'm a little hesitant to pay that high first, but uh, if we're talking early second, I would do. I would sell, and I'd also buy at that range. All right, let me ask uh, you guys a question here. We're gonna talk about uh, three running backs you could have gotten a ton for, you know, last year or the year before. But how do you rank uh, Melvin Gordon, Todd Gurley, David Johnson for next year? Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, dot, 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 David Johnson. Mm. Interesting. I mean, I'm all, I've always been a David Johnson fan, but I mean, it's like been like two years where he hasn't been good. He's either been hurt or hasn't been good, and that's my issue with buying into him. So I'd have it the same. I'd have Gurley number one, I'd have Melvin Gordon number two, and then David Johnson number three. I have it the same as well. For Dynasty, I might... Gordon and Gurley are kind of interchangeable for me. I David Gordon, Johnson's Gordon's obviously way, have a way behind career, but I think Gurley's going to have more impact in the year he that he's got maybe left. But do you guys not think uh, Bill O'Brien Spence, like he's getting roasted for that trade. Do you not think he kind of forced it to David Johnson as much as he can, gets him involved maybe out of the slot, gets him involved. He already has a ton of slot receivers there, but maybe just gets him involved like in the passing game so much so just to justify it. Or do you just think David Johnson doesn't hold up? Do you believe in David Johnson or do you believe in Bill O'Brien? If you think Neither. David Johnson is still a good Neither. running back, then sure, go for it. Where's the none, where's the none of the above selection? But none, none <laughs> yeah. of the above. Yeah, yeah. I still like David but, Johnson. I don't think David Johnson's done in this league. I just I think the trade uh-huh. is is setting up setting the team up to fail. He's extremely oh, overrated. Sure. I always thought David Johnson was overrated. I, I dropped him in a redraft league. Out of, I felt I had to because he was up there, but I didn't I didn't want to. But I felt I had, I, and then he didn't pan out. But I think it was his injury year. But uh, yeah. Know. Well, I think David said, Johnson and Lev Bell remind me a lot of one another. They're both neither of the guys really tested above average in anything, but they've done it at the NFL level. I don't mm-hmm. think either of them are going to be guys that you're going to really want to own this year, regardless of situation. But that just brings us back to that running back landscape we talked about, right? Lev Bell was ranked num, you know, one of the top three guys in fantasy for a long time. David Johnson was up there, and now they're you know, other guys that no one's really interested in right now. I mean, Melvin Gordon was ranked pretty high. Now he slid down their list. Gurley is ranked really high. He slid down the list. So, I mean, if you're going to draft running backs in your fantasy league, draft them on their rookie deals and then get rid of them after that. Yeah, that makes sense to me. That, that, that should be what we our podcast should be called. It's not fantasy yeah. football life. Just draft running backs, start <laughs> them, and then cut them when they sign a contract podcast. Yeah. Look, look at the same time these guys, these running backs were all – you know, being drafted at the top, you had Julio Jones sliding in there, and he's still relevant. Yeah, Dra- draft your draft wide receivers. That's why CD Lamb, Jerry Judy. If you want to take them ahead of any of the running backs in this draft, I don't have any issue with that. that. Support. Yeah, I have no, I have no issue if some if someone takes Lamb or Judy over any of the running backs. If I have a team, even in a super flex league, I'll probably take a quarterback. Joe Burrow, two would be my first two. My number three in super flex is is probably CD Lamb right now, and. 
I think I would take Lamb ahead of uh, Jonathan Taylor. I might not do it in an actual league if I need a running back, because Jonathan Taylor might be more fun instantly, but it makes more sense for Dynasty. It's true, and that's what we're all about. And every episode, no matter what we do, we always go back to the 2020 draft. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to avoid. Especially this, that, this I'm time. excited for it, even though it's not going to be a real draft this year. No, it's going to be more like a fantasy Thanks, draft. COVID. Teams sitting there, taking yeah, their picks. I kind of like that. Yeah, it's going to be good. It'll be a distraction. Yeah. I hope this was a distraction for you guys. It has been for us, for sure. It's been nice to actually connect again. Now that Absolutely. we don't have to all come to my house and Ty and I get sloppily drunk while Nick and Dave look at us like we're idiots and we order pizza. And <laughs> stuff. Maybe we can do a weekly yeah. episode and just uh, have a little fun. This one's going to be shorter. Yeah. It's less than an hour for the first time ever. Hi! Um, yeah. Kind of nice. I didn't think it was possible. It is. Yeah. No, that's no, good. Yeah, it's wow. perfect, guys. So we'll see if we can come up with something for, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm free all next week. I think, I think Jay is too. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave, we're, <laughs> Dave, we're free until, we're, we're free until May. Yeah. yeah, we got time. We got time. We got, we got time. time. So uh, yeah. I'm sure Ty will get us uh, get us an idea together. He's always good uh, good with the, with the ideas. Um, he's an idea man. He's an idea man, and then he writes these ideas down, and I read them, and I like it. So next week, next week we'll have a good podcast. Uh, we're going to do a Justice Hill exclusive, <laughs> <laughs> in depth look, childhood and everything. Junior high running back numbers for Justice Hill. All right. Sounds good. I should start transcribing our podcast because Justice Hill might actually come on because if you Google Justice Hill and our podcast was transcribed, it would be the number one hit on Google searches. You're right. So we should have that thing where if you when when you hear the guy's name, you call in and when you win a prize, once you hear someone's name, they do that that uh, you know what I'm talking about? When you hear the word Dave, if it's Justice Hill, we're gonna go broke. Give a lot of prizes. We'll give away fake SSL autographs or something. Well, I'm out of stuff to talk about. That's it, guys. All right. Perfect timing. Guys, nice to see you guys. This is great. That's yeah, a nice distraction, uh, like I said. Absolutely. And uh, we'll probably catch you guys uh, next week. Jay, I'll see you, uh, see you Thursday, buddy. I'll see you Thursday, Dev. <laughs> Everyone, keep your distance. Uh, no, Don't kiss strangers. I know it's hard. Oh. I know, but I mean, at least this way you're not in jail. So. Oh, Dave! Oh, oh, Nick just kissed his phone. Oh, I don't know where his first. iPad. Where's his iPad? Okay. So your hands have been all over that thing, buddy. <laughs> all right, everyone, stay safe out there, and we'll uh, we'll catch you catch you next week. This is the Dynasty Football Live podcast.